Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Happy Labor Day, everybody. Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, along with producer Steve Versnick, and welcome to Sports Day Tampa Bay. Hope you're enjoying a day of rest with your family and maybe grilling something out. Well, while you prepare that meal... We've got a treat of our own for you. Gerald McCoy, one of the best players and certainly one of the most interesting people I've covered during my more than two decades writing about the Bucks. Well, recently I sat down with him for an exclusive 45-minute interview. He was introspective, he was candid, he was funny, and very honest about his life and his career. Now, you may have heard also that he said, you're going to miss him when he's gone. In a minute, part one of my interview with Gerald as he talks about playing at age 30, becoming an actor one day, and he breaks down his new defensive line mates. But since we last spoke, the Bucks have made some roster cutdowns of their own to 53 players. The biggest surprise? Well, they say goodbye to safety Keith Tandy. Isaiah Johnson takes that spot instead. Mitch Unrein is headed to the injured reserve, will probably be recalled in about eight weeks. And linebacker Kendall Beckwith has been placed on the non-football injury reserve list. Now, what that means, he's eligible to come back in about six weeks, and he's going to miss at least five games. The Bucks return to practice today, and they begin preparation for Sunday's game, It All Counts for Real, in New Orleans on September 9th. Meanwhile, the Rays win their series over the Indians, a 6-4 victory on Sunday. Joy Wendell, what a great day he had on defense and at the plate. The Rays now 10 games over 500. That's a season high, first time this year. And get this, they're now only eight games behind the Oakland A's for the second wild card spot. Two and a half behind Seattle, who they have to pass, but it's Oakland that they're chasing, and they got three games with the A's before this season is over. So exciting times for the Rays, and more news about the Bucks, of course, and all the college football. We'll be talking about that on tomorrow's podcast. But for your Labor Day treat, uh, we're going to have Joe McCoy in just a minute. But before we get started on this podcast, we have a fantastic offer and some exciting news from Continental Wholesale Diamonds that's going to make your jewelry selection experience Well, unforgettable, and this offer is only for our listeners here at Sports Day Tampa Bay. Continental Wholesale Diamonds is sending you and that special person to the Caribbean. That's right, for a five-day, four-night Caribbean cruise all on us with any minimum purchase of $2,000. And get this, you also can choose the cruise line and the destination to the Caribbean that you wish to explore. And with Andy offering you wholesale pricing and the quality you deserve with your jewelry selection, you know you're receiving the very best when you're purchasing from Continental Wholesale Diamonds. So call Andy today at 813-282-7375. And remember, let Andy know that you heard it from us, Rick and Steve, on Sports Day Tampa Bay. Continental Wholesale Diamonds is where I shop, and they're at 1715 Northwest Shore Boulevard, Suite 150, right next to the Penthouse Club. Well, I had a chance, uh, as I mentioned before, to sit down with Gerald McCoy, and it was just the two of us. And, and Gerald and I, obviously, have covered him his entire career. He's never boring. He's always introspective, especially at the start of the season. And each year there's a little different spin uh, than the previous one on, on where he's at sort of mentally. And, of course, we know that the Bucks went in the offseason and they got a lot of players around Gerald McCoy, trading for Jason Pierre-Paul and picking up Bo Allen and Vinnie Curry from the Eagles and 
Mitch Unrein, who I mentioned, is going to go on IR for a little bit. Um, but it is a new defensive line, and it is something that Gerald has not had uh, in terms of the quality of players around him. So it's going to take a while to gel. But Gerald talked about what it's like now. He's in his ninth season. He's played here as long as Warren Sapp played for the Tampa Bay Bucks, if you can believe that. And he's been to six Pro Bowls, his seventh with Match Sapp for the number of Pro Bowls uh, that, that he's earned. So a very interesting interview. It's two parts, but for today's Labor Day Feast, we're going to give you part one of Gerald McCoy. For me personally, man, um, I love this game. And I had a, uh, you know, kind of an eye-opener this offseason. Nothing happened. But, you know, as you get older, you start to prepare for the next season. And uh, what happened with me is I came to the realization that, man, it's a privilege to be out here. You know, you get to your ninth season and you start – you know, wondering how your body feels and what can you do this season. And you got, you know, a new group of guys and all this. And, man, my ultimate uh, realization was it's a privilege to be out there, man. So if you're going to be at work, be at work. Give it your all. And my mindset, what I've been trying to spread throughout the team is good, bad, and indifferent, man. Stay the course. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan didn't make every shot. Uh, Ali didn't win every fight. <laughs> you know, uh, LeBron on every shot. My favorite player of all time is Kobe. He didn't hit every shot. Um, Peyton Manning didn't make every pass. Just mm-hmm. we only see the final product. We don't see the work that goes into it, the mindset and physicality and mm-hmm. um, the perseverance. You know, so for me, it's really just been enjoy it. And when you're out there, be out there, man, and make the most of it and go full speed because it could easily be taken away from me. Do you, at 30, do you have to play different than you you played? Or, I mean, I I mean, I I don't know, to the naked eye, I I still think your biggest gift is is your get off. Uh I don't think there's anyone in the league that can still do that. And and I don't know, you know, you you work to maintain that, obviously, but. Absolutely, you know, as you get older, um, like I said, uh, I'll probably say this in an interview. I talked to Bruce Smith back in 2015 or something like that. Yeah. And um, he told me, um, he learned at an early age, it's better to stay in shape than get in shape. Mm -hmm. And once you stop doing the same things you've been doing, then your body is stopped. And I realize realize that about myself, man. I know that is a gift I have. And, you know, that's my saving grace is my get off. And that's what really gives people problems is that I, you know, I'm, I get off the ball so fast and I get on them immediately. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sap always taught me, don't disappoint them, you know. What they expect and what they think they're getting, don't disappoint them. So <laughs> I just try to make sure that's consistent. If anything is consistent, that that's consistent. And I work at it nonstop, nonstop. And once it leaves, I'll know because then I'm going to be standing at a podium saying it's been a great run. <laughs> <laughs> and it's time to do something else, you know. Where, where did it – I mean – Where's it come from? How, how much technique? How much? How much? You say you work on it all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you, you have talent, but you've also developed yourself physically. But right. it literally looks as if you know the snap count, yeah, or maybe well, even a tick before the snap. Well, here's the thing. Um, I try to pick up on little keys, and it started with Tommy Harris way back at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. You know, he started teaching me little things about because I've always had a great get off, mm-hmm. even in the little league. 
high school, all, I've always just had it. I just, as soon as anything moves, I have a knack for exploding. Quick twitch, fear. yeah. Yeah, and um, that's God-given. But to keep it going for this many years, it's, it takes practice, man, with learning snap counts, learning movements, looking at different keys, yeah. things of that sort, man. And I work at it. Um, so in the off-season when I'm training – I always try to do things to work on my explosion so that regardless of what happens, that happens. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said, it's my saving grace. So instead of worrying about, well, I'm getting a reach block, down block, scoop, uh, pass, whatever it is, I know, and Joe Cullen taught me this, get off the ball. Without get off, nothing works. So... I always try to make sure, regardless of what I'm gonna do, I'm getting off the ball, and I let everything else fall into place. Do you do you study centers or guards or linemen to try to get little tips about? Absolutely, I study linemen, I study quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, and it's crazy. The offensive line always laughs at me because I'll come off to the sideline, like middle of the first quarter, second quarter, I'm like, I got him. They're like, you got the snap count? I'm like, yeah, I got it. You know, <laughs> I know hard counts. I know uh, checks. I know all that, man, because it's it's almost like a boxer. Yeah. When you're a strategic boxer and you learn as you go throughout the match, you just keep learning. So the first few plays is whatever moves I'm going. And then as I keep listening, I'm like, okay, I know what that means. I know what that means. All right, oh, that's the hard count. Got you. Here we go. You know, because if it, I'm playing you, I mean, obviously every team tries to do this. We know you want to get off the ball. Right. We're going to try to get you to get yeah. off the ball early, right? Yeah. I mean, they have things that says, let's get Gerald jumping so right. it'll be a tick slower next and, time. Yeah, and, um, you know, it just you don't guess, you anticipate. Yeah. You know, a lot of people get that mixed up, yeah. guessing and anticipating. Yeah. Um, when you anticipate and then what you anticipate it happens, you like – Great, but when you guess, you know what I'm you're saying. Guess wrong. That's where you guess wrong, and that's where and that's where I had issues earlier on in my career when I was jumping off sides a lot. It was more guessing and just kind of, all right, here it come. And then instead of reading my keys and letting the game come to me, you said you watched um, Super Bowls. You mm -hmm. watched the the NFL films. Mm -hmm. I watched one last night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and is that to pick up? what those teams some some threat or just to to try to experience it in your mind uh, what it would feel like or i'm a big visual guy like after i finished playing football i want to be an actor yeah. and i've always had um since i was a kid my dad told me when i was younger i always imitate movies and i remember myself i would i mean i'm a big superhero guy everybody knows but i would imitate fight scenes from movies all the time wow. tv shows fight scenes and then I would watch movies and I would do impersonations with my family at home. And so I'm a big visual guy. So um, like a lot of people don't know this, 2012, remember I got injured in 2011. Mm -hmm. Cam Newton had uh, one of the best rookie seasons we've ever seen in 2011. Well, I knew opening day we were going to play Carolina. So I watched Cam Newton highlights for like two months leading up to the season. Wow. And it was to visualize myself stopping what he was doing, you know. <laughs> and um, now it's people I'm fans of. Like I'm a big fan of Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Um, my favorite 
player at this moment is Aaron Rodgers, and my favorite quarterback of all time is Peyton Manning. So mm. I watch these guys, and what I like to do when I watch all these different America's games or behind the scenes yeah. is I like to see what really went into the Patriots coming back against Atlanta. And it's not just because it was Atlanta, it's just period. I like to see how what led up to Philly taking out Goliath into the Patriots, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, or anything. NFC chat. I like to see um, the Broncos beating the Patriots and then beating Carolina because I play against Carolina twice a year, so I know how hard a team they are to beat. Mm. The Broncos, how they approached it. And what I like to see is we watch the games, but you don't know what people are saying on the sideline. Like, Julia Edelman constantly says, you got to believe, you got to believe when they were playing Atlanta. You got to believe. It's just going to take one play. You got to keep believing. You got to keep believing. And then to know what's about to transpire because you know what happened. It's like, wow. And you take little things from that, man. Tom Brady told the huddle, don't try and do anything special. Just do your job well. And everything else happened. And sure enough, play after play after play in the AFC Championship last year against Jacksonville and the year before in the Super Bowl against Atlanta. They just did their job and play after play after play. Eventually, things went their way, man. And I think it's so – I think it's amazing to see those types of things, man. It's just how I am, man. It's just how I always am. Greatness likes to watch greatness. I love it. I watch – uh, LeBron James workout videos. I watch Floyd Mayweather workout videos. I watch all this stuff because you can take little things from it. Mm-hmm. You know, you watch a Floyd Mayweather workout, you know, there was a time he was doing his little mitts and his mom was trying to talk to him. And he said, Mom, I'm working. Let me work. And it's like, that's your mama. And he's like, no, I ain't got time because he's that locked in yeah. to what it is he does. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And when you can learn these things, you can apply it to what you do. Because being playing professional football is extremely hard and it's very tough to do. So it takes an extreme amount of focus. So you have to find different ways to figure out how to persevere through these times because it hurts. (laughs) It's tough on your body, your mind. And then it hurts you as a man because it takes you away from your family. Yeah, you know, but it's a big sacrifice. Your family has to understand this is what I have to do in order to be successful. You know, mm-hmm. so you you uh, do you see Eddie George out there? He's an actor. Yeah, I know. And I crazy me. I was trying to get inside so I could work out. I'm trying to get inside, put myself down, work out, and he's sitting here talking um, to. Uh, What's the man? The running back uh, for the Titans. Uh, oh, uh, Fred. Well, how am I drawing? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Yeah. And who's I'm all, like, almost who's bigger yeah, than he is? Yeah. I and think. I'm sitting there like listening, watching him talk to Derrick Henry because uh, I was about to go say something to Derrick Henry. 
And I'm not even paying attention to the fact that he's talking to Eddie George. So <laughs> that's how focused you were. Yeah, I, that's how focused I was. And Dave Kennedy is like, did you see? He's like, man, where were you at? Uh, Eddie was waiting on you. I'm like, Eddie who? Well, Eddie George. I'm like, what? You know, like, this dude is on Broadway. Like, I wanted to pick his brain really quick about, well, just tell him how much a fan I was, my dad was, and then pick his brain. Like, man, you on Broadway. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Not, not Broadway per se, but I want to be an but actor acting. when I'm done. Yeah. So yeah. I'll, I'll get to talk to him, though. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting that you would uh, that you'd want to do that. I'm not surprised by it. Yeah, I but... find it fascinating um, how a person can – be another Rick Stroud and make me think that you're somebody else, dirt cutter. You know, like I can, you can put a camera in front of you and you can convince me that you're not Rick Stroud anymore. Yeah, that's fascinating to me. Yeah, and um, like when I watch movies, I watch them for the talent, not necessarily the entertainment. I watch them for the entertainment, but when I watch it again, I'm watching like, I mean, look at his facial expression. Okay. See how he did his hand right there? Like mm. you have to practice those things, and it's an art form. It's not just. It is. It's so amazing. And then I watch when I watch new movies, movies I've seen. When I get the DVDs or get them on my Xbox, I go straight to the behind the scenes because I like to see. Like you see this huge scene, and it was done all in front of a green screen. <laughs> and you like, man, you had to like. That's ridiculous you know like you'll see a person do a whole scene and they got cardboard cutouts they're talking to in the movie it looks like they took man it's it's incredible to me i just really enjoy it would you would you go and and uh uh and, and get uh take lessons or would you absolutely go, would you study I would never, it absolutely you, yeah. i would study it yeah and, and i'm going to start studying it man i would never want to disrespect another person's profession man if i'm going to do it i'm going to give it my all and right. i'm not going to disrespect the hard work like if a person came into the NFL and didn't put respect into the game that I worked my whole entire life to perfect and you just not taking it serious you just doing it because you think it'll be fun then I wouldn't like that so if I went into acting I would go into it with the mindset of I'm going to approach it the same way I approach football I'm going to attack it full speed ahead and I'm going to give it everything I got because I would never want to disrespect another professional's profession, you know? Does a genre interest you? Is it uh, action? Is I it, don't uh, really, it doesn't really matter to me, man. I think it's fascinating how a person can be an action star and then do a drama. Um, yeah. And then go to, go to comedy, and that's a true actor or actress, man. It's incredible to me. So You like the range? Any, yeah, any opportunity, um, whether it's being an extra, a stand-in or something, and then slowly work my way up because... I just really I enjoy it. I think it's fascinating. I think you'd be great at it, probably. Um, let me ask you about the the new group of guys that mm-hmm. you have with you, and um, you can just give me a, a, just whatever pops yeah. in your mind about each. I know you haven't been around them forever yet, right. but this you know you've learned some things about them. Um, let's start with the guys from the Eagles, Bo Allen. Yeah. Um, so with Bo, Bo is extremely intelligent, and Bo. Right, I was we were sitting in the meetings just yesterday. Coach put up a slide. Coach Smith put up a slide of an install we had. And usually people are not able to, like, write down everything. And I looked at Bo's paper, and I just happened to peek because I typed my stuff. And I looked. He had written down the formation, 
the whole play, all the checks, mm. everything. I mean, DBs, linebacker, everybody's stuff. And I'm like, did you write down everything that was up there? He said, yeah, why not? And I'm like, that's the type of guy Bo is. And he he hates making mistakes. He's a perfectionist, and he puts everything he has into this game. And um, I can see why he started where he started coming into the league mm-hmm. and where he is now, mm-hmm. a Super Bowl champion, man. He deserves everything he got because he puts everything he has into it. Vinny Curry, um, I've seen his emotion. Uh, that that pops out at me. What, right. what do you notice about Vinny? Yeah, Vinny, Vinny is a, a very emotional guy, not in a negative way like, you know what that man right. he's so emotional like right. his passion passion he that's that's the passion word. yeah he has such passion for this game he loves his game man and you know um Benny would tell you his it just started with see ball get ball man I'm just gonna hit anything I see moving and you know and as time goes on he Benny is a I need to know why I'm doing what I'm doing like, I don't want to just know what to do. I need to know why I'm doing it. And once I know why I'm doing it, then I can go from there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you had – yeah, Mitch has been hurt, but before he got uh, – he was out, did you notice anything about Yeah, him? Mitch is an ultimate professional. Everything he does is um, grade A. In the weight room, when he's working out, he attacks everything like his game day. That's a guy that won a Super Bowl, right? Absolutely. Well, he played in one. I played in one, they didn't we? Yeah, they Seattle. lost. Yeah. You're right, you're right. He uh, – in meetings, um, he takes notes like Bo does. He, had, I mean, he picks these things up, and then he doesn't question the coach, but he asks questions because he wants to know the ins and outs of everything. Because when he's going, he don't want any hesitation. So it's in the weight room, we in workouts, when we on the field at practice, he needs to know the ins and outs of everything so he can go fast. And he's just the ultimate professional with. Getting to the building early, taking care of his body, everything, man, and that's and um, Mitch is the type of guy you want on your line for sure because he's a, I mean, he's one of the quote unquote tough guys. You need guys like Mitch. One of the worst things that can happen to a rookie is to get hurt early, and it mm-hmm. happened to Vita Vea. Um, I know he's trying to stay in it mentally, and the good news is it's not season ending right. or anything like that. But uh, in the time that you've seen Vita, what's your observations of him? My thing, my thing with Vita is. Uh, if I had to say anything about Vita, I would say he's very raw. Yeah. But he's a sponge. And Vita has no idea how good he can be. He does it. It took it took until first day of training camp for him to realize he's six five, six six, three fifty. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he would put his hands on people and he would just hold them in place. But once he realized, man, I can really move and if I really get moving forward and put my hands on people, it can get bad. Once he did it once, he was like, that's what I could do. I said, and I went to him, I tapped him, I said, I told you, if you do that, nobody be disappointed in you. And he just, nobody, anybody who got in front of him, he would just literally just take them and just set them backwards. It was ridiculous, man. And once he learned how to play football in the NFL, Oh, my gosh, man. He's just going to make a lot of people angry. Because anybody, man, please stop <laughs> doing this to me. Yeah, seriously. All right, JPP, who uh, we know his story, and mm-hmm. and I've seen, I think, what, what people have said, or the coaches have said at least, is that, you know, with his pedigree, they didn't know how he would approach every drill. They didn't know what kind of leader he would be. Turns out he's got a lot of that. 
Absolutely. Um, a lot of my mindset of not taking this game for granted has come from talking to JPP, man. He said um, this game almost got taken from him, and it changed his perspective on the game. This game hasn't almost got taken from me, but, but this year has changed my perspective on the game and um, how much of a blessing it is. And he approaches that every day. And he said, man, if you're going to go – he talked to the team the other day. He said, if you're going to go, go hard. Yeah. Like – you, this game could easily not be. He said, "I experienced it, man, within a flash. Literally, this game was almost taken from me. And now my perspective is, if I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go hard, and nothing's gonna stop me from doing that. And it's contagious. I mean, it's rubbing off on everybody, especially in our room. Mm -hmm. And he's so gifted. He's so talented, man. And." I remember he did the interview, man, and somebody asked him, I don't know if it was you or somebody, you know, what did he learn after his injury? Yeah, and he said he learned, he learned he's unstoppable, and I believe that. Like, that dude, man, he is unstoppable. Like, I've, I've been seeing him since he got here, and he is – like, you don't – you really – I've always been a fan of his, and I watch his stuff. I have a list on my surface of a whole bunch of guys, different guys, sack tapes, and I watch his all the time, and then we were blessed enough to get him. To see it in person, you don't realize, man, that dude is really good. Like, he's he's extremely gifted. with, And he has tools that a lot of people don't have. Like, um, you know, I think Coach Hop calls him Gumby, because he just arms all over the place, legs all over the place. He go this way, make you think he going that way, and then slap you and go that way. And his arms are just – he's just – he's gifted, man. I'm I'm glad. It's going to be great to play with him. So some fascinating stuff there by Gerald McCoy, of course, describing all his line mates. Some pretty good scouting report you got there on, uh, on all those guys. Jason Pierre-Paul with the biggest influence on this team. I think something that people are surprised about at One Buck Place is what a leader he's been and just how inspiring he's been not just to McCoy, but to uh, to really the entire team. So we'll play part two later this week, and that's when Gerald gets into his feelings about some of the fans that he's had to deal with and just uh, what he thinks he has a message for you. And it's very interesting. You're going to want to hear from Gerald McCoy later this week, part two of my interview. Meanwhile, uh, tomorrow we're going to have lots of college football to talk about. Of course, Florida State is hosting Virginia Tech tonight, so that's a game uh, that we will uh, certainly be on tap. And then we're going to talk about the opening day wins for Florida and Central Florida and USF. Uh, lots to discuss with new quarterbacks in, in uh, well, two of those places, Florida and USF for sure. Meanwhile, the Rays begin a series in Toronto. As I mentioned, they're 10 games over 500. I, I did not see that coming. Nobody saw that coming. And they are playing terrific baseball. I mean, they're scoring runs. The defense, my goodness, has been um, just second to none. And, of course, the pitching has carried them all year. Thanks for listening, and we love your interaction. As always, you can reach us on Twitter at SportsDayTB. That's at SportsDayTB. You can reach me on Twitter at NFL Stroud, or you can email me at rstroud at tampabay.com. Hey, you can help us out as well if you'll rate and review this podcast, and you can do that almost anywhere, right, Steve? Anywhere you get your podcast. Maybe it's from Apple Podcasts or Google Play. Maybe you use SoundCloud or Stitcher or TuneIn, iHeartRadio. You can just subscribe to the post so it downloads to your mobile device every day. But if you hit like and leave comments, that always helps us and review it. Or better yet, share it with a friend and let them know we're here. We got lots of new sponsors coming on this week, but our biggest sponsor right now, of course, the one that's been there from the beginning, you got to go see my friend Andy, Continental Wholesale Diamonds. That's right. They have a deal for you. You spend a minimum of $2,000, buy a nice diamond uh, 
pendant or ring or whatever you want, earrings, and Annie's going to hook you up, and here's what you get. Five days, four-night cruise, Caribbean cruise for two. That's right, on us. And you get to pick the cruise line, get to pick the destination. So go see my friend Andy at Continental Wholesale Diamonds. Well, enjoy that Labor Day barbecue, everybody. For Steve Versnick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course, and I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.